All right, so we have some major economic uh, and other news involved in the in the latest news. And you know what, Devin? It, there's so many things going on now, and I feel really bad. I, I think it's been about two weeks since our last podcast. I've got to do something about this because it's every day. It is far too much information. So we're going to try to cover some ideas today. Uh, the first is the Hunter Biden situation, what happened with his uh, ex-friend, ex-friend Devin. Uh, are you related, by the way, to him? No? Okay. So, and then, of course, the indictments uh, that are triggering all of this, uh, the, the indictments which have been triggered by what's really going on. We, we, it's, it's the, what is it, the tail wagging the dog situation, right? Um, Trump, in the meantime, is winning everywhere. He's the most popular candidate. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Megan Rapinoe and what happened there. Uh, the fact that uh, boys are much more likely to be conservative now, um, less so girls, but nevertheless, boys um, up through senior year are, are, are very excited about being conservative. So poll after poll is now showing that. It's pretty consistent. Then we've got uh, what's happening in New York City with all these migrants sleeping outside of the Roosevelt Hotel. Uh, and they can't uh, have any capacity to house anyone any- anymore. It's, it's fascinating uh, what has happened with the immigrant situation when New York itself has declared itself a sanctuary city. So it, it's a, such a great example of, you know, uh, they, they love the idea so much. They're in love with the idea, but when the reality hits in, it's a different story altogether. All right, let's, let's start off with Hunter Biden. Uh, so the news has come out that it's, it's almost unassailable. 20 million, it was 20, 10 million before. Now we know it's, it's, it's at least $20 million that has been filtered through these LLCs and other uh, sham corporations from the Chinese government and uh, other foreign agencies that goes straight to um, these LLCs, which in turn end up in the, the pockets of the Bidens. So the argument has been that, well, gosh, you, you can't prove that Joe Biden himself received anything. Okay. First of all, I don't believe that. I mean, you see his enormous mansions. He doesn't have any other source of income, right? He can't show that it was because of some sort of great uh, financial wizardry in the stock market that he became like, like a Warren Buffett, that he now has these mansions, right? So, so he's got the money from somewhere, right? In, in law, we call that res ipsa loquitur. The thing speaks for itself, right? He got it somewhere, right? Now, let, let's just say, and I want to hear what you have to say about this, Devin, Let's just say that he's right, that there's no money whatsoever given to him. I, I find that hard to believe, but let's just say, for the sake of discussion, that Joe Biden himself did not get any, not even a dime from whatever Hunter Biden did. So what? So what? That, that's not the point. Hunter Biden is trading on the Biden name, and Biden is allowing it to happen and it benefits Biden in the sense that he's giving it to his kids. Look, if somebody gives me money, or, or sorry, somebody gives, wants to benefit me, right? And, and I, I, I just want you to take care of my kids' college tuition. How about that, right? right. I'm not being benefited, yeah. right? But I, I do something for somebody, and uh, you just pay my kids' uh, college tuition. Of course I'm being benefited, indirectly, but yes. Right. And they're trading on the Biden name. And then we now know that, that he was present with Hunter Biden, with these meetings of Chinese leaders, at least 30 times, on the telephone at least 20 times, and they, they, want, they want to pretend they only talked about the weather. Look, we already caught him in a lie, as it is, right? Biden said that he had nothing, nothing, nothing to do with Hunter's business affairs, didn't know anything about it, didn't even, knew, didn't even know that he was on the board of Burisma. No, 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 I had no clue. 
I, why, who am I to know this stuff? And now we know that he did know, right? So he's already lying there. It, it, it was very clear. Now you could say it's dementia, which would, would be fair, but he said it when he didn't have dementia. I mean, it's obvious. Okay, so uh, anyway. Yeah, and that would be um, my one point would be they haven't found that evidence and that connection to Biden because they've been throwing a blindfold around their head in a dark room refusing to leave and investigate. If you don't investigate it, maybe you can't find it. And I think, I think this is really bad. It shows he's a criminal. And the question that it really begs is not whether he got the money, but the Chinese aren't idiots. They're giving you $20, $30 million. They're getting something in return. What is that? And then, of course, you have Hunter Biden and his artwork. That, that was supposedly, the, you know, the, the quid pro quo. Well, because um, artwork is so subjective, right? It, you could put a dot on a canvas and it can sell for $10 million. Or it could be thrown into the trash. I think either way it should be thrown into, in, into the trash. It's not art, but that's another story altogether. But the point is it's so subjective. So you can use this as a fancy way of, of money laundering. Oh, your son is a genius. We need his art. And then they hang it up somewhere. Uh, in, in, in in Beijing, right, in, in the, whatever, the, the Forbidden Palace, whatever they call it. So, <laughs> forbidden City, that's what it is. Um, and then they say, oh, look, aren't, aren't we impressed to, to have such great art? Um, it, look, it's all, it's all garbage. Everyone knows it. it. It's gotten to the point that the DOJ and the Biden administration, and I think to, to a great extent the media, the, the legacy media, they are incestuous is not the right word, um, although it's, it's perfectly acceptable, I suppose. It, it's the feeling that you get like where a, a father is now supposed to investigate his son, right? Imagine a DA who's, who's a dad, and now he has to investigate his son. What do you think is going to happen? Of course, the, that DA will say, well, I can understand why he did it. Um, he should have a lesser sentence. No, it's, it should be declassified as a or, or demoted to a misdemeanor status. There's a lot of things you could do that with that. And, uh, and they, that's the way it is. That's the way it feels, at least, right? So here's the DOJ working with the White, White House, doing nothing when it comes to investigating Biden, when the, all the information's there. It's, it's so overwhelming now that, that he's clearly lied. He's gotten the money. They, they, don't, have, they don't have a legitimate reason why as to what they did do with the money or what the businesses were of these LLCs or how he got the money that he got to buy his mansions. He doesn't have an alternative story. There is no alibi, so to speak, right? Where, what is your answer to this other than to say, well, it's malarkey. That's not a good answer. You need to now come up with an, an answer. You know, you're, you're caught with this woman, so to speak, and it, it looks like, you know, you're both naked <laughs> and you're, you appear to be um, making certain body move, movements that suggest uh, intimacy. Uh, can you please explain that? Because you say that that's malarkey, but what is it if it's not an extramarital affair, right? Tell us, Mr. Biden, where... Where did you get the money to buy those mansions? What were, the, what were the business purposes of these particular LLCs? Why did you form them in the first place, sir? Why, why was Hunter Biden meeting with all these leaders? 
what chops did he have that somebody else didn't have? This cocaine-laced guy who, who womanizes all the time. Well, I, I, look, you and I know the obvious answer, but they don't present their own answer. That, that's what we're waiting for. America is waiting for the, the explanation, the innocent explanation. He's not going to provide it. No. In the meantime, they are going on full, full throttle as against uh, Donald Trump, right? And, and, and now they're coming up with a fourth indictment. This is after the January 6th indictment, the fourth indictment on Georgia. They, they can't stop with the indictments, right? And they all, look, I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's too, too obvious. Obviously, it's because they don't want the attention to be uh, laden on, um, laid upon uh, Joe Biden and the, uh, the Chinese connection, and all the bribery and the, the influence peddling. Of course they don't. That's the reason why they're doing it now. They're dumping it all on, on Trump. You know, look at the monkey, look at the monkey, look at the monkey. Uh, and it's four times over now. And they want the news cycle to only discuss how difficult it is going to be for Trump to, to, to get out of this. And he's, he's a criminal, don't you know? When, when, of course, they're the ones who are the real criminals. That's what's going on. Exactly. And it just shows, and something that is really close to your heart, they don't understand Trump and the side of the country they don't respect. We do have God. We are going to answer to that higher power. We're not, oh, something gets uncomfortable. Okay, I'll just give in. I'll just let you do whatever you want and let you go run all over me. That's not, and Trump has shown that. Like they've even had people on on camera specifically saying, all he has to do is drop out and everything will go away. And yeah, we've known that from the start. Trump is not going to go for that because he's not a weak person. And they think we're weak people because... Frankly, they are. And they don't understand what real strength is, is no, I'm going to answer to truth because truth is the only thing. And if you hurt me, if you take everything from me, I'm sorry, God is still way more important than whatever you can do to me. We just want an innocent explanation. Let's, let's yeah. see what the explanation is for everything that's going on here. And, and you just can't provide it. And, and, and look, no one's being fooled here. I mean, but, and I said this argument before that this is a Bud Lighting situation. I think it was our previous podcasting, right? They, they, they expect you to believe that Biden has done nothing wrong, that this is not a political machination on the part of the Democrats in the same way that you were supposed to just buy the fact that you know, Dylan Mulvaney would be the transgender sp- uh, spokesperson. And uh, nothing bad would come out of that. Uh, you would continue to buy the beer and, and you'd be, you know, hurrah, uh, you know, gung-ho about the whole transgender movement, which, of course, we're not. The, the country is against it dramatically. They, they think it's tearing the, part, the, the country apart. So I'd like to see that. Um, they, and, and the, the unfairness involved uh, with what Trump is doing, and, and they can't help but, Notice, I, I think, that his numbers are going up every time he's indicted. And Trump correctly said, I think he correctly said, I'm one indictment away from being elected president of the United States. He might be right. Yeah. Obviously, it has to be November of next year, 2024. But uh, he might, th- those words might echo. that They might be well played in the future where he gets indicted for the Georgia election thing. Uh, I suspect that he will because why not? They're, they're indictment happy as it, as it turns out. Um, and then, then he wins and then he goes, yep, yep, that was the moment. Thank you. Thank you. Really. I I really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. 
But they expect you to believe this. That's the thing. The media expects you to constantly agree with them that he's a criminal and the whole issue is about him. And it, I don't think anyone's being fooled. I just don't see it. Um, and, and the timing of everything, right? I mean, like all these things, the election uh, with, with Georgia and the January 6th, for that matter, th those all happened in uh, early uh, January of, of 2021 or late 2020. I, it's, been, it's been substantially more than three years. Uh, sorry, more than two years. Um, and we've got, so it's two, yeah, two and a half years. And now they choose to bring it just on the heels of all this information coming out about Joe Biden, just on the heels. And they expect you to believe it. That's, that, that's insulting. It's getting to the point where it's insulting here. They, look, and the media is complicit too. I always say that you have to get to the Anthony Weiner level, right? Where you, you just can't deny that you showed your pecker uh, to, you know, and, you know, underage girls. And there it is. I mean, what, what are you going to do at that point? You can't cover for him at that point. And that's why they, they trounced him out, right? I, I get that. They, he was a sacrificial lamb because he made himself a sacrificial lamb. He was so, so unworthy of respect. Likewise with uh, Andrew Cuomo, right? Although I think he should have gone to jail for uh, basically killing elderly people. But no, he, he was happy to resign on account of these sexual harassment charges, which he denied, you know, but it's just sexual harassment. You know, so many other people were guilty of that. You know, he just got swept in the Me Too movement, but not many people murder other people. So I think, I think he'd rather not do that. <laughs> Exactly. I think you're right. And it just shows just how dysfunctional our justice system is. And it goes deeper that, okay, Biden is getting money from a foreign government. Don't we have an NSA? Don't we have a CIA? Don't we have an FBI? Like at a certain point in the media, like if you're that lack that so much curiosity that that doesn't matter, it really is a scary time for America. It is scary, and we have to we, we look. We're, we are fighting it. We will fight it. Now, look, it's part of the reason why I'm much more gung ho about uh, Trump than I ever was. I mean, even even in six months, I, look, I would have voted for him anyway. But now I'm, I'm even more gung ho about Trump because I do see him as a, a target. He's been targeted, and if if we don't protect him as a nation, it's it's going to be us next. You know, he has literally billions of dollars and all the power and influence that he can. He has a very big microphone. You and I, we're, we're just, you know, we have a microphone right in front of us now, but, but it's not as big as, as Trump. We're not going to be able to get 600,000 people to, to listen to us, you know, on, on a whim like he can. If, but if they can do it to him, they can certainly do it to us. And, and that is the beginning of Big Brother. So I think we have no choice. You may not like Trump. I, I get it. You think he's brash. You think he's arrogant. He is all those things. But you know what? So is every other effing politician, every single one of them. Okay? It's just that the, the media, the legacy media, MSNBC and so on, they just play it over and over again. They, they'll, they, they can make DeSantis a Trump. Yeah. Okay? They, they can find stuff that he said and... And make him a Trump, right? That there's, I mean, so what? So he says some nasty things about Rosie O'Donnell. Who the F cares about that, right? Somehow that's the reason why you're not going to vote for him. It doesn't matter that he created peace in the Middle East. 
Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't matter that he, he got back to, uh, he got rid of the ridiculous NAFTA agreement. It doesn't matter that he was man manages to push, push back Iran and China and all of our other enemies. It doesn't matter that he opened the door with North Korea and, and basically put them in line as well. It doesn't matter that he, he reduced the unemployment rate for blacks and minorities better than any other uh, president ever has in the history of America. It doesn't matter. Those, those things don't matter at all. What matters is whether or not he was nice. That's it. That's all that matters. And, and that's, that's what's resonating with people. But you need to understand, they can do it to everybody. Uh, whether you like Chris Christie, God knows why you would like him. But let's say you did. You, you guaranteed to find awful things about Chris Christie. There's, there's some tweet, there's some memo, there's some email, there's some text that he sent to somebody that makes him look like a jackass. Okay? Like an arrogant jackass. Like a Trump no less. All right. Uh, the, the worst thing, when, when you think about Trump and his uh, arrogance, you think about what he said to the Billy Bush guy, uh, grab him by the pussy, right? That, that's it. Okay. Okay. And then, and then the concocted things such as, cause he, he was serious about that in a way. I mean, that was guy talk, whatever. Um, but he still won the election. And, uh, but then, the, then they had to concoct things like there are good people on both sides. It's automatic. He must've, he must've meant the most bizarre interpretation of that, he must have meant that there are good Nazis. That's the only way to interpret it instead of the Occam's razor explanation, which is that he was saying there are good people on both sides of the issue of taking down the Confederate statues. That, that makes more sense. That's the simplest explanation. He's a brilliant man. He wouldn't say so, something so stupid as to say, yeah, they're good Nazis. Really? And that's, that's the interpretation you choose? Really? That'd be... It's, it's just moronic. Anyway, so I, I'm, I support Trump even more so now yeah. because this argument of like, well, I like X person, whether it's Vivek or um, a woman, what's her name? Ugh. Carrie Lake? Or, uh, Not Carrie Lake. She's great too. But um, the, the one from South Dakota. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. Uh, you know, oh, she's great, but you know, she's just like Trump, but without the baggage. No, no. Trust me. They all have baggage. They all have equal baggage. And, uh, and I don't want to play that game because that, what that means is you send the signal to the other side, the Democrats, that all you have to do to get rid of us is to make, make it really unpalatable, make us look ridiculous, make us look evil, just invent stuff and then say, oh, he's got a lot of baggage. He's very toxic. Go, go with somebody that, that we like, you know, a Romney type. Exactly. And that is exactly their strategy. Just to come up with a name for it right now that I'm doing is the alarm clock strategy. We will keep on and keep on at it, keep on at it, keep on at it, keep on at it until you say, OK, no, I longer support Trump because I can't take it anymore. And you press the snooze button or you turn off the alarm. That's what they're doing. We will keep on punishing you. We will keep on throwing. And you, you had it making up things about him, exaggerating things about him that like Biden is so perfect. Like if you look at Biden's history, his voting history, and you're calling Trump a racist, yeah. it, it's, it's insane. But they have all of the media constantly. They have all the editing. They have all the, um, the ways of actually people getting it unless you're intellectually curious and finding other sources of information. And they'll just keep on throwing it at you. And it literally is driving people crazy. It is, uh, and they will keep on doing it until you surrender. Yeah. 
yeah. right? So that, that's the, the, the key element that they're looking for. They want to make life as uh, unpalatable, uh, unpleasant as possible for the, so we have to fight. I'm, we're speaking to the conservatives out there, right? I'm, you know, for those of you who are thinking about voting for Nikki uh, or, or Vivek or DeSantis, I, I understand the temptation. Well, I actually don't understand the temptation. It's the, I understand the weakness, of, of you wanting to, to do that because you feel like it won't be as hot. Uh, and if, let's say, Nikki Haley is the nominee, well, then we'll have a much more sensible election. Really? You, you really think so? You, you have to be so naive to believe that crap. So naive. Of course they're going to go after her. Yeah. They, they'll, they'll find a spin. They're not going to say, well, you know, gosh golly, we don't, we, we, you know, do we really like... Well, I wish she were more pro-choice than she is. And you think that's, that's the way it's going to play out? You, you have to be incredibly naive to believe that. They are so desperate to destroy uh, the, the Republican Party. They're so desperate to, more importantly, to avoid all the information that's coming out. That's what's going on. So unless they get the most milquetoast Republican nominee like Romney, they, they would love Romney or a, a McCain, you know, late, the late McCain, uh, somebody like him, that, that's what they want. They, they, Mike Pence would be fantastic for them because they can control him. Um, it would be wonderful for them. And because, God forbid, he won, then, he, you know, they're still in the swamp. Okay? That, that's unfortunate, but that's the reality. Trump chose him and elevated him to where he is today. He would be a nothing but for Trump elevating him, and now he's running against Trump, no less. What a schmuck. Um, I, it's, you know, it, it's now the good news is on the Democrat side, we've got RFK Jr., who is uh, I, I like him. I saw him recently at a fundraiser uh, in um, in L.A. And look, I, I like a lot of his positions. I would not vote for him. I will certainly support him in the primary against Biden. Um, I don't think that he'll win at the end of the day, only because his ideas are not Although they're important, he talks a lot about health issues. Although they're very important, um, they are not front and center issues for the American people. It, it, the economy is always number one. And he doesn't speak to that issue, and at least not front and center. And then the, the second thing, and I hate to bring it up, but it is, it's a factor, his voice. He's got this condition. Uh, don't know why he has this condition. I have my theories, but that's not important. Um, the fact is that he is very difficult to hear. And it's painful to hear. It's a grating voice. Um, it's one of the things I said when I thought that Trump was going to win. One of the eight factors that were that, were, that favored Trump over Hillary was her voice versus his voice. His voice is soothing. It's warm. It, it, it's a very good voice, Trump. Um, and Hillary's voice was was grating and shrill. And, you know, the feminists didn't like it when I said that, but that's a reality. We, we don't want to hear that voice. You, you just, people think about these things. It, it may not be fair. Don't get me wrong. I think it's not fair. But he's got that problem. RFK has got that problem. Again, I like a lot of his policies. I like the, the idea of being transparent. I like him taking on Biden. I, I wish him Godspeed. I hope he wins against Biden, in fact. I love the fact that he's got more than 20% of the Democrat-based vote. Very impressive, yeah. Even more. Um, now, there's Joe Manchin also, who's talking very seriously about an independent run. Boy, would I welcome that. That'd be fantastic. That would drain away a lot of votes from Biden, and uh, Trump would be assured of the presidency. So that'd be pretty awesome. 
Uh, really freaking awesome. But look, I want to get back to uh, an important part. I want to play this clip uh, from Corinne Jean-Pierre, the spokeswoman for the White House administration, talking specifically about the issue of the economy. And watch how she dovetail, dovetails, redirects the discussion to January 6th. Because you, you think you're talking about, it, and then she blames January 6th as part of the reason why the economy is not where it could be. Like, okay, uh, that's a very strange lady. So let's let, let's just hear what she has to say. Um, the United States has undergone a historically fast economic recovery from a deep recession as we talk about binomics and how it's working. And that's what we believe, right? And we believe also that the, the Fitch ratings is based on outdated data. She's talking about the Fitch ratings, meaning that the uh, showing that the economy is not doing so great. That's the, that's all you need to know. That's that's what she's referencing. Uh, and it is inconsistent with the progress that we see. I think what you were asking me about is how they talked about January six uh, being a factor in how they uh, how they move forward with their decision. Uh, so you know, Fitch. Uh, as an, as an area of concern with the January 6th, when discussing governance as part of, of the downgrade. So, look, uh, the administration has pushed for and ex executed on the passage of bipartisan legislation address, uh, the de debt limit, invested infrastructure. Yeah, anyway, so you get the idea. I mean, she, she has to bring the January 6th, just in case you, you didn't think about it before. And she's inviting, because she, the, the reporter had actually just made a passing a reference, but she brought it in. You have to always bring in January 6th, right? Yeah. The, 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 that has to be discussed. Everything that doesn't work is the responsibility of, of Donald Trump. Everything that won't work in the future will be the responsibility of Donald Trump or whoever is the Republican president in the future. So uh, it's, it's pretty pathetic. Uh, but that's what you can expect for the Democrats right now. What, what I otherwise find fascinating is they, they, the desperation that's coming out. Uh, that's the only signal that they tell me, right? If, if somebody comes to you, Devin, and insists all the time how honest they are, I just want you to tell you, I'm an honest person. I, I always tell the truth. I, and then they just go on and on about, about that. So what, what's your impression about them? When, just, I, this is the first time I'm asking you this question. What's your impression of that person? That they are not honest in any way. There you go. Exactly right. So when, when people... When the press and everyone otherwise, every, the moment there is any sort of information against Biden, such as the Hunter Biden situation, and more information comes out about it, there's another indictment. Boom. Like this. You begin to say, okay, what's up with that? Why are you obsessed with that? And you keep on talking at Trump. Uh, that, that means that you're afraid of Trump. That's, all, that's the only signal you're sending to me. And it's very clear to me, <clears throat> and I think you referenced it too, that... They had told Trump that if he just didn't run, they, they, none of these indictments would have happened in the first place. And, and if he chooses not to run right now, this second, well, by golly, these indictments will somehow disappear very quickly. We'll, we'll let them go. Don't worry. We, we got this, Donald. Uh, and I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do have it. But that's, um, I, I don't think they're fooling anybody. And the fear is, is very clear to me. So... The good news is we have a man, Donald Trump, who's not afraid at all. And he laughs at the situation, which is exactly the right response. He doesn't say things like, well, let's wait until the court uh, makes a decision before we make any comments. Um, he just laughs at it. He says, you're not fooling anyone. We know exactly why you're doing it. Isn't it funny how they're doing it exactly the moment like this? And uh, it, you'll, you'll see how, how nonsensical this is. They, they tried it before. They lost. 
They tried it again. They lost. They, they invented one uh, story after the other, uh, and they lost. And now they're, they're doing it again. Exactly. And with the press, it's so despicable. They're so unconscionable how much they just, oh, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it without any kind of news. And you watch. They'll all say, oh, oh no, we never said you should take the vaccine. Oh, no, we never forced you to do it. No one ever forced you to do it. We never said anything bad about Donald Trump. They will all switch because they will realize that all of what they think of strength is weakness and that Donald Trump is going to be not, I, I think he's going to be the future president. And also I think he's going to be great for America because Americans individually are going to say, I am not going to be afraid either. I understand that they have more power, they have more money, they have more media, but I have the truth. And I am not going to, if one person out of a hundred, out of a thousand does that, we're going to be a much better country. Yeah, we will be. Um, and look, I, I, people talk about, you know, I know Ben Shapiro talks about this as well, and, and Matt Walsh to a lesser extent, but he says that, you know, if, if Trump is the nominee, we are going to lose. We are going to lose. Um, and and I, I disagree. I, when reality, look, when, when Trump ran the first time in 2016, I, I, he was my 16th of 17 choices. Only Rand Paul was, um, was uh, the last one for me because he, he didn't seem to be very pro-Israel, but that's another story. Um, so I really didn't want Trump to win. And I, was, I would have been happy with Chris Christie. I would have been happy with uh, Ted Cruz. You know, all those players. Anybody uh, would have been better. But nope. Now I was stuck with this Donald Trump character. Okay, well, I was, I was supportive of him. I was going to vote for him. It was very easy to vote for him as opposed to Hillary Clinton. Anybody. My toaster would have been better than voting for Hillary Clinton, right? So, and don't forget that voice. <laughs> keep, that, keep that in your pocket. Uh, but uh, the corruption and everything else that she she uh, symbolized. And then Trump became who he was. So I think that there's a lot of that going to happen when, when he becomes the nominee. When they realize he is the nominee, they will find ways to like him. They will find ways to say, this is the man we must support. And I know I said I would vote for Biden if, if, if uh, Trump is the nominee, but damn it, I'm not going to vote for Biden. No heck way. This guy is, is bribery all the way. He's a corrupt uh, individual. Um, he scammed the entire country. He's such a liar in every way. So I'm not going to vote for him. And that's the way it should be, right? Um, so now speaking about, and this is changing subjects a little bit, but it's also very related, um, the U.S. women's soccer team loses with an early exit in the, I guess, the finals, uh, maybe quarterfinals. When did, when did they lose? I don't even know. I actually don't even know. Something, All right, I think wait. before the 16th, like when it's 16 teams, right before that, like the first elimination round, I think. Okay. It was, it was earlier than they thought. And, uh, you know, this is a team that went out of their way to express their contempt for America. Just total contempt. Uh, they, they knelt during the uh, American, you know, no other, the rest of the world is watching. And, and somehow we have to hold contempt for America, really. I mean, France, you think France is perfect. You think Germany is perfect. Of course it's not. Holland, uh, every single country has something in their past, right? And America has the best past. It's, it's just extraordinary how good it is. Anyway, they, they, they actually kneel and they, they just drip bile in their 
um, in, the, in their words when it comes to America. It, it becomes that their, the, their essence is not so much that they're soccer players, but that they're anti-America. That's, they're sending in a delegation of anti-Americans. That's the way you think of it. You don't even know if they're good soccer players. We, we hear that they're good soccer players. They, they tell us they are, but they're not so great as it turns out. And they get slaughtered in the early end. And, and she, Megan Rapinoe, makes a terrible uh, penalty kick which one would say it was embarrassing. I mean, it, it's like a, a little kid would make this. It's almost as if God decided, you know what? I'm going to show you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist your leg in such a way that it will fly high up in the sky and uh, you will be embarrassed. And, and you can see the video from her. She looks terribly embarrassed for this and she was actually laughing, laughing at herself, hopefully. But it doesn't matter. Uh, they got what they deserved. I, I so... You know, Dennis Prager brought this up too, and I, I agree with him. Uh, you know, I was so hoping for their failure. My own team, my, my American team, because the people who were representing me were rotten people. I don't want, I just, just like I don't want Biden to win because he's a rotten person. I want somebody good to win. So why would I cheer him on? I want to cheer on a good team, a, a team that loves America. The, if you represent America, then, then represent the frig, the friggin' country. And be proud of it. But no, you're a schmuck. She's a schmuckette, whatever you want to call it. And I, I got to say, because we have mentioned Dylan Mulvaney before with Bud Light, but he didn't put down Bud Light. That's true. That's true. That's a great point. Yeah, the women's soccer team, who are they playing for? It certainly wasn't America. <laughs> That's a that's a, that, yeah, who were they playing for? They, they were playing for the United States of Woke? Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess. Uh, you could say money, but they, 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 they have terrible contempt for, uh, for capitalism. So not clear what they, who they were playing for, what they were playing for. Uh, maybe they were playing for themselves. Maybe they were certainly playing for a lot of attention. That, that, that's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, what if they did win, right? Let's say that they won the championship. Number one, okay? And then they're screaming up and down. They're hugging each other. They won the, the cup. Okay, now, now they're hugging each other and everything else. Do they, do they you know, wave an American flag? What do they do? They're there by the grace of America because of the skills that, that, you know, that America allows them to um, amplify and to enjoy and to, to showcase that's all America. Everything about it, you know, that, from that, the camera crew and, and the filming and being able to beam it instantaneously live, that's all from America. But I, I, I doubt that they would actually hold an American flag about it, which begs the question, what, what were they playing for? Were they playing for themselves, just some random team? Or, you know, you know what they, and I wonder what the speech would be, right? We won this game, but we want to make clear that we didn't do it for America, which is an awful country. Don't visit America. What, what, what's, it, it's an interesting thought experiment that I, I don't have to ever worry about now ever coming to fruition in reality because, not, not with this team at least, because they lost. And Megan Rapinoe uh, is no longer going to be playing. I, I believe she's retired at this point, as she, as she should be. Uh, and she's just an embarrassment all the way through. Uh, 
this uh, this woman who hates America and uh, and, and then she wanted um, transgender men. Well, no, whatever that means. She wanted men to play as women. How about that? She wanted men to be able to play as women in the soccer team. You know, now that she's, you know, done with, now she gets to pull up the ladder in a while so that nobody else can come up, right? Uh, and, and then ruin soccer for everyone, for all women at least, and then, uh, and then declare herself so, so virtuous. Yeah. It, that, that's, that's an awful person. It's just, a, she's a plain awful person. And unfortunately, she, she's very symbolic of, of so many people on the left um, who hold these very inconsistent and hateful positions. Look, you don't, you don't like America, that's fine. But then, but then have the decency to not play for America. Right. How about that? That's, that? that's all we ask, okay? Let other people who really do love America play for America as Americans so they can be proud to win for America. Okay, or give their best for America, but not not you. You're a schmuck. That's what you are. All right. Another story that's uh, not related at all, but it's it's, it's a good story. Uh, it turns out a major study came out that shows that conservative uh, teenagers, men, boys, uh, are conservative. Um, that did I say that right? Did, <laughs> did I say conservative boys are conservative? No. A, a major study has shown that boys. Um, teenagers all the way through senior year are now uh, tilting very strongly to the right, conservatives. And that's, that's very exciting. Uh, I, I'm, and, and the question is why? I mean, girls less so. I don't think they're tilting to the left, but they're tilting to the right much less so. Question is why? Um, I think part of the reason why is that there's been so much to toxic masculinity and conservatism embraces uh, the benefits and the joys and the pride of masculinity, and there should be pride, the uniqueness of ma masculinity, the need for masculinity and civilization. And guess what? They are masculine. And I think they like that. It resonates. It gives them meaning. And, and perhaps that's the reason why they resonate to conservatism. Exactly. And what is the basic of conservative is the liberals are victims. We're not. We're going to take what we have and we're going to play it as it lays. The conservatives are whiners. We're going to make, like, how are we going to make this better? How are we going to work towards it? And oh, what can you do as a victim? Like, your whole life, you're going to be a victim? Or are you going to say, you know what? Things suck. And if you read a history book, guess what? It wasn't better then. But, like, we're going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on trying and making it better, not for us, but for every, for our society, for our family, for our wives. That's what matters. Well, that is very true. Um, and, and, you know, I'm reading this book by David Goggins, the, the first book that he wrote, and it's very good. And he talks a lot about victimology, the, the concept of victimhood and how you get sucked into it and how it's very appealing in, in some sense because it invites you to do nothing and blame others for whatever thing is going wrong in your life. Uh, whereas, of course, you know, picking yourself up by the bootstraps and, and doing your own thing, working hard, um, expecting something of yourself, that's the opposite of victimhood. And, and God bless him for pushing that uh, narrative. I, I really like this book very much. Um, and I find myself really, you know, I, I certainly believe everything. So he was preaching to the choir in many ways, but it was nice to hear it um, again in his own words. And some, sometimes he says it better than I could. Uh, I'm just very impressed with this book. Anyway, so victimhood it's so dangerous. It's, it's so awful. And I think it does not resonate to young boys. 
they, they do have a sense that they can be the master of their own destinies. And there's something I think inherent in every boy that knows that. In girls, I think less so. I'm not saying it as a negative about girls. I just don't think it's, it's instinctive among them. It, for a boy, there's something about manhood, which the idea is that you have to do something dangerous. You have to do something risky. You have to, you have to go out on your own. You have to fight that wolf. Um, th there's none of that sense in, in a girl. And again, it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm simply saying for girls, it's not as if you have a rite of passage um, that, that you have to overcome. Uh, boys do. And uh, for girls, it's more nurturing. And, and to them, I think the Democrat Party constantly sells itself as the nurturing party, the compassionate party. So it rings true to them. I, that's why I think it's more likely that, 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 that explains the phenomenon that we're talking about. The boys are cons becoming conservative and the girls are, are less so. Anyway, it's good news. We're not losing uh, kids. We're gaining kids, mostly the boys. And that's very important. So I'm very happy about that. New story uh, is this. Have you heard this story about the migrants going into um, the Roosevelt yeah. Hotel as a facility lacks capacity to house anyone <laughs> else? Right? It, it's just awful. So the, this huge influx of illegal immigrants. Uh, you know, the Democrats don't know anything about this. That's the amazing thing. There, there have been 5 million actually counted, probably 15 million when you think about it, um, in reality. They, um, they've crossed the border, and uh, now they're everywhere in the country, of course, including New York. Well, New York has said, we're, we're an, a sanctuary city. We'll, we'll take good care of you. This is such a great example of the image that you have in your head versus the reality when it, when it actually comes to pass. It's a little bit like, you know, when you're a kid, I remember my daughter when she was little, she saw an ice skater, a figure skater, and she goes, I want to be a figure skater. I'm going to do that. And she goes on to, okay, you want to do that? So you, you give her the skates <laughs> and, she, and she thinks that she's going to start floating around like, like this woman that she saw on TV. Like, and, and she's falling right away, of course. You, you know the obvious thing that's going to happen. And I said, it, it takes these young ladies, not just years, but decades to get to where they are today, where they do that wonderful twirl that you're seeing. Uh, it, it's so perfect. But that's, I think that's something similar in the, in the mindset of the liberals. They, they have a, uh, the left in particular, they have this concept of themselves and the way things will be. We, we will welcome you. And they think they have like, it'll be like 100, 100 people. And they'll take care of them. And look how loving we are. We're such good people. We're Democrats after all. And it's not 100. It's more like 100,000, maybe 200,000. And it overwhelms the city. And suddenly, the idea of being a sanctuary is not as realistic. It's not as meaningful. Uh, they, they, they're, they're having second thoughts, let's put it this way. Maybe we shouldn't have invited everyone. Maybe it's, you know, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. And now, of course, they're having, you know, the rapes and the violence, to say nothing of the disease. Um, and, and the blight, generally speaking, and the homelessness and the dependence uh, and and they're taking they're they're taking over playgrounds and school grounds, so that kids who should be getting a regular education can't even have recess now. So it has a major impact. They never thought about this. Of course they didn't. But they're blaming Texas for delivering it to them. 
But what did you expect? So you just want it to be Texas's problem. And then you can complain to Texas when they didn't do everything that, that you think they should have done it, right? That, that would be nice. Yeah, you, you can complain all day long and not have to deal with anything similar. And what they should do is build a wall around Texas so all the immigrants can't go from Texas to New York. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of wall that they would get, yeah. they would get behind. Yeah, yes, behind. you're so right. Oh, my God, that's hysterical. But, but doesn't that say everything to you, right? I mean, Eric Adams, I, he looks overwhelmed. He, he is overwhelmed. And I, what, what's happening here? I don't get it. I, you know, li- literally hundreds of thousands of illegals. And I'm surprised it's not more, actually, because we now know it's, you know, like I said, 5 million, maybe 15 million, because it's one to three ratio, right? It, it, for every one uh, that you actually capture, you, you know there's about two that have just snuck in and, and they got away. You didn't even know that they were in the country. That's so it's probably 15 million in the past two years alone. And that is terrifying. It's very terrifying. Um, and I, I can't imagine that they all want to be gardeners and, and work in, as, as busboys uh, and, and pay taxes. Uh, I think a few of them may not be so nice. Okay, maybe. Now, that leads up to the last point. We have to ask the question. Why is it that the Biden administration, for that matter, the Democrats, but especially the Biden administration, they, they not only do they ignore it, the problem, but they, they purposefully unraveled all the uh, policies and programs that the Trump administration had in place that worked, that actually stopped the flow to a trickle. Not 100%. I wish it were 100%, but, but it, it, was, it was a trickle. So why did they do this? Why did they... Why did they destroy everything that they knew would actually work? Now, when you do that, you have to assume that there, there's an intent behind it. They, they didn't do it just to stick it to Trump. I'll show you. I'll, I'll destroy my own country. You know, ha ha to you. It's, it's like one of my dad's cartoons where, you know, the guy, the guy saws off half the boat, um, the rowboat, you know, saying, well, you know, ha ha, I'll, I'll show you, you know, to have a boat. Well, okay. He's, he's going to get affected too. Right. So it's the same thing here. And, and you wonder why, okay. So what is the reason for that? I, I have a, I have a reason and it's the, the, it's the Occam's razor reason. What, what do you think? I know I'm putting you on the spot a little bit here, but what, what's your take on why he would do this? I, I think it's pure racism, which is weird to say racism because people from Mexico and South America are so mixed from, you know, like native European, like it's not like just a race. It's not at all a race, right. but I think that they are racist and they think, oh yeah, these people who are predominantly Catholic are predominantly pro-life are going to vote Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, look, I believe there's something to that as well. I don't, I don't buy that anymore. And, and I'll tell you the reason why is that they must have done some sort of study that shows that the, the, the political views of the Hispanic community, by the way, it's not just Hispanic. It's, yeah. they, they, it's, it's opening up to all sorts of people, Chinese and otherwise. It's not very little of it is actually Hispanic. I mean, a, a very strong portion of it is uh, Hispanic. So maybe I shouldn't say very little, but but it's open to everybody. They, they, they are now using the border as the entry point into America. All the bad guys who want to get into America, that's the way you do it. So the Chinese are coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, Europeans are coming in that way. Um, Muslim terrorists are coming in that way. So 
it's just, I don't think it's just that. I have a different take on it. Remember that, we, and we know, I'm not saying anything ex, ex, extravagant when I'm saying that we know that, that, that Biden has been taking bribes by the Chinese government, by the Ukrainians, by the Romanians, in order to effectuate policy and to look the other way when the Chinese want to do their thing. And now that he's president, he can, you know, let things slide in the way that favors the Chinese, the Ukrainians, the Romanians, and whoever, whoever else. Could it be, my friend, that he's in bed with the cartels? Okay? Yeah. And they, there's a lot of money. We, we know that, that Biden will sell the country for money. Yeah. Okay? He, he has no pro- apparently he has no problem doing that. Okay? So give me the, the right amount of money. And I will do what you want. I will not sign this bill. I will sign that bill. I will not talk about uh, Taiwan the way you want me to not talk about Taiwan. I will do your bidding. Money is money after all. We know that the cartels make billions of dollars. Billions. I'm, I'm probably hundreds of billions of dollars in the sex trade and the drug trade. Okay. Why, why, would, why wouldn't Biden look the other way? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't Biden entertain a drug cartel member, a sex trafficker cartel, uh, who comes to him and says, look, we'll give you a major cut of this. Just look the other way. Do our bidding. Now, before you say, well, that's just a bridge too far, sir. No, why, why is that a bridge too far? Why, why is that so absurd? We... We know for a fact he's committed treason when it comes to China. We know that. You, you cannot convince me otherwise. It's, the Occam's razor is way too sharp, shall we say, on that one. So wh- why, why that? But, but he's got some sort of line? Really? You think so? A drug line? A sex line? I, he doesn't give a crap about it. I personally think, look, I mean, the way he, he handles these young girls, he's got an issue. He's... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know for a fact, but the way, you know, his own daughter wrote in, in her diary the things that she did, it suggests to me that there's some issue regarding him and underage girls. Okay? So I'm not saying that he's availing himself of, of kids crossing the border so that he can have sex with them. I think it doesn't matter to him. I think it's a way of like, yeah, sure, that's cool. Uh, you know? That he, Biden, seems to like young girls. And so he's just allowing a system for other people to enjoy young girls and boys. I, I, I know it's disgusting. The whole thing is disgusting. But is there any other explanation? Why? He knows he can stop this. He, he didn't have to do anything. But he actively took steps to undo everything that Trump had done. That worked. The border, the, 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 the actual wall itself, uh, the stay in Mexico policy, all of which, both of which were fantastic uh, advents to, to really stop immigration, to tighten the, the laws about it, to separate the, uh, the, the, the adults from the children that were with them because it was not clear whether they were actually family members because they, they may say, oh my gosh, he's, he's separating families. No, he was making sure that they were families. Because a lot of them are traffickers with kids. 
And that's what, what happened. And, and now he unraveled on that. He dismantled it all. It took effort on the part of Joe Biden, effort to actually dismantle it. It could have just done nothing and we'd be okay. That's my point. He wanted this to happen. You, you, and, and then, and, and if you want any proof of that, had he not wanted it to happen, he would say, oh, the, this border situation is out of control. We got to do something. They, they would talk about it. They would just, they would, they would talk about it all the time. Well, we're looking to this project, that project. Maybe we will build a wall. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll do this thing. We will maybe not stay in Mexico, but stay in Guatemala. I don't know. Something. But he's not even addressing. It's, it's as if it's not even happening. I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's like we have fires now in, in Maui, right? Huge fires. It's, it's destroyed all of Lahaina. And it's like pretending it didn't happen. Just what, what, what fire? That's what's happening. And this is much bigger than the fire. Anyway, uh, it's very, very upsetting, my friends. So I will uh, conclude this, this uh, podcast just to say thank you, everyone, for being a great listener. Please talk about this podcast to your friends. Uh, try to bring in two or three more podcast listeners. That would be great. We want to spread the word. We're doing really well. But I guess I'm just uh, greedy. I, I, I want more listeners. I, I, I would really love for you to, to, uh, to have more and more followers out there, more people listening to you on a routinely basis. It's been great. Uh, we are growing all the time. And now with my new book, Keeping the Kids All Right. I really want you to check that out. It's doing really well. Uh, it, it's resonating, Devin. Uh, parents there, that the biggest fear that they have is, is that their kids will somehow become woke monsters. And that's, you know, I, I, I'd rather not have a kid than have him turn into somebody who hates America, who hates God, right? I mean, right. what's the point? The whole point of having kids is so that you could, you could bring them up to, to love God, to, to share your faith to be a great Christian or be a great Jew, to be a great American. But instead, they, they hate all those things. I mean, is, isn't that the opposite? So how do we fight that? We fight that by, by speaking the language of conservatism at the home. And we, we get ahead of it, we explain it, and we laugh at it. Those are the, that's, that's the approach. So there's the steps. You're laughing, but, but that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And you'll have a lot of fun in the process. Anyway, get the book. Uh, it's going to be available on Audible momentarily. It's going to be fantastic. You're going to like it a lot. Uh, get it on paperback, Kindle, Audible, whatever way you can, but get it. Uh, it's short, it's easy, it's a fun read, uh, and it's a blast. So in the meantime, Brockler is signing off saying God bless, and we'll talk with you next week. Let's do